Welcome back. John Morris Show on this Tuesday. Pleased to be joined now by Jason Cook, Baylor's Vice President for Marketing and Communications and Chief Marketing Officer. And Jason, here we are on the 20, what is today, 29th day of June, middle of the summer. But uh, I said earlier, man, there's a lot going on (laughs) on the Baylor campus, even for the middle of the summer. Well, I, I tell you what, John, it used to in, in higher ed and uh, collegiate athletics, you would could catch your breath over the summer. And that's just not the case anymore. It is just uh, crazy. And I, I think some of it is just the, the times that we live in. But then also everyone is so hungry to get back to normal as we start uh, looking at the tail end of COVID-19 as well. So there's a lot of pent-up demand and a lot of excitement around here at Baylor for sure. Well, we appreciate your time. Thanks for being on. It's always so uh, informative when we get a chance to visit with you. I tell you what sparked this idea, and I said this last segment, uh, I was on campus last week or so walking around and saw all the uh, incoming students and most of them with parents walking around campus. And to me, that is always such a fun deal to see with orientation going on in the month of June and just all the excitement that surrounds that. You know what? Uh, you're right. I mean, it kind of gets us excited about what's ahead. And one of the great things for me about working in higher ed is is the start of a, of a semester. We get to do this a couple of times a year. And uh, I always tell people it doesn't matter how bad we screw up uh, the previous <laughs> semester. We always get a do-over yeah. uh, coming up uh, the next go-round. But uh, there is a lot of excitement uh, at, at play here, John, uh, and as people come to Waco, so much energy, and we're actually uh, expecting the uh, the largest class uh, in university's history uh, coming up this fall by significant margin, wow. and uh, I think that uh, it speaks to, uh, to Baylor, our uh, unique mission that we have as a Christian research university, uh, all the excitement that we've been experiencing uh, in athletics, and then uh, also so just what's going on here in the state of Texas as well. I mean, as you probably know, the housing market in Waco is, is going crazy. So uh, there's just a lot of uh, people fleeing the green and gold in Waco right now. Boy, that's a lot of fun. And all of this on the heels of the pandemic and everything that you and so many other people had to go through. I mean, that says a lot about, uh, you know, getting back to quote unquote normal on campus to have that large incoming class. Uh, John, we've been very blessed, and, and and I will tell you the story that we're that we're in the midst of here at Baylor is not happening uh, all around the country. If you kind of rewind uh, about eighteen months ago, we were looking at projections of a ten percent decline uh, in enrollment, and uh, we were able to hold on last fall um, to to have strong enrollment at that time, a little bit higher than our our uh, projections. And then uh, this year, we really busted through all of our production uh, um, uh, projections and and this class is going to be a, you know, a little bit larger than we would uh, than would be ideal for us which uh, obviously causes some uh, stresses on housing um, on classrooms and things of that nature uh, but it really speaks to how Baylor was very proactive in uh, managing uh, the pandemic and the commitment that we add to an in-person uh, um, educational experience for, for our students. And, uh, you know, Baylor's distinct place uh, in the marketplace. I mean, we've, uh, we're a Christian research university. We're academically excellent. Uh, we have a great mid-size uh, for our institution, and as you know very well, we play uh, big-time uh, collegiate athletics, and 
we won a couple of national championships mm-hmm. last year as well. Yeah, very fun. Cherries on top right there. Yeah, um, you um, bet. Amazing uh, job again by you and everyone to get back to this point. Uh, I'm struck by the fact that those tents that we had up for the last, what, year, year and a half, uh, they, they seem like they really serve their purpose. But then, you know, when their time was done, man, those tents were gone <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> well, yeah, John, you just miss having to get your COVID test every week in those tents. That's what it is. Right. Uh, and uh, I, I really felt for uh, our camp, our gr- facilities team, our uh, groundskeepers, because those tents were there long enough to uh, to effectively kill all the grass uh, uh, around them. And, uh, you know, it, it, you look back and, uh, you know, the measures that we took in place with, with having seven of these large tents uh, around our campus, uh, the fact that we had to have a, a five-foot social distancing in the classrooms, uh, you know, the fact that a lot of our students didn't get that experience, a lot of the traditions that we've had in the past. And you think back, it, uh, you know, even though it's been, you know, less than a year, it's like, how, how did that happen? What was that like and uh, in a way you know your mind just kind of goes through because uh, for me uh, I have no reference of time anymore right. and I, I think that you know uh, that's why we're so looking forward to the future and trying to get back to normalcy this fall and and we're excited that we're going to be a hundred percent capacity in classrooms uh, we're going to be a hundred percent capacity for campus events uh, those both indoor and outdoor and uh, the president's uh, going to outline some additional things that we're looking at for uh, the fall semester as well which I think uh, uh, students and our faculty staff and alumni are going to be very excited about as well. Jason I know this is a hard thing to quantify but when the men's basketball team wins a national title and is on national television obviously you know through through that championship with the parade and everything else how uh, helpful is that for the Baylor brand and just getting eyeballs on the school that students or people around the country uh, who might not typically experience or, or be exposed to it? Well, Stephen, I'll tell you this. It certainly doesn't hurt, does it? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, there's a couple of things to, to look at. Uh, obviously, a lot of people look at uh, admissions and uh, applications, uh, you know, the Flutie effect, which was uh, some academic research that came to, uh, to be uh, in the late 80s uh, after Boston College and Doug Flutie uh, won the Heisman Trophy. You know, the interesting thing about this is our application deadline had already closed uh, before the men's basketball team won the national championship. So we won't see an immediate effect, even though we're going to have record-breaking enrollment this fall. That's probably Probably more due to, to COVID and the normal that we're projecting on our campus this fall. We think that men's basketball championship is going to have a two to three year uh, effect. So it's really going to have a significant impact to incoming high school seniors, incoming juniors, incoming sophomores um, to put us uh, on, on the radar there. Uh, and then I think the other uh, place where you'll see some benefit from that is uh, in terms of licensing uh, and, and sponsorships. And uh, you know, the interesting thing about that is uh, football is typically what drives um, your licensing and sponsorship revenues, not only in athletics, but across the university as well. Um, Unless uh, you win the men's uh, national championship in men's basketball. 
Uh, that's the other trigger, football and then uh, winning that national championship. So we're, uh, we're looking to, uh, to see some benefits. We've already experienced it with uh, just the sale of national championship merchandise, but we expect that uh, moving forward with just overall uh, Baylor merchandise and sponsorships over the next year or two as well. Pleased to have Jason Cook with us, Baylor's Vice President for Marketing and Communications and Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor University. All right, uh, the corner there of uh, University Parks and, and the Interstate, uh, the Herd Welcome Center, is. Uh, there's a couple of signs up now. What's the, what's the plan uh, or what's the schedule, I guess, for uh, you know, getting that going? Well, that's something really, really exciting for us, and uh, that plot of land... Uh, Everybody uh, drives by an I-35. It's such a it's it's ideal, and everybody wants to know what are you going to do? What are you going to do there? And uh, so we uh, we intend to actually start construction um, sometime between now and uh, the start of the fall semester for the Mark and Paula Heard Welcome Center. It's going to sit on uh, on that plot of land, and uh, that really is going to be the. Uh, the, the front door um, mm-hmm. to the university. Uh, we're going to take that status away from the Exxon station mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right in front of campus right now, and we're going to have an appropriate uh, front door to campus. That's going to be the entryway for all of our prospective students uh, who come to, to Baylor from across the, the campus, I mean, across the country. That's where they'll start and then end their tours on campus. And then that's also going to be home to the McLean Alumni Center as well. So on the second floor uh, of that facility, our alumni are finally going to have a uh, kind of a living room uh, on campus, uh, but then also an opportunity for people to gather, have meetings, and things of that nature as well. So that facility is going to function during the day for the most part as a recruitment center for perspectives. It's almost going to be a 24-7 facility because it's going to have a lot of flexible meeting spaces for student organizations, uh, faculty and staff meetings as well. So we're very uh, grateful for uh, the legacy of of Mark Hurd and then also his wife, Paula, who's currently serving on the Board of Regents. And just their generosity, not only for the Welcome Center, but you know the legacy that they've had for men's tennis and then also the commitment that they've made uh, for the new uh, naming of the floor for the upcoming basketball pavilion as well. Wow, that's terrific. All right, final thought. uh, Give us some insight into the faith and character formation study that you do for students every year. Wow, um, really good question. And it's a a groundbreaking um, survey that we started a a couple years ago, John. And at, at the premise of that survey is, is Baylor accomplishing its mission? Are we able, to, uh, for students who come in as freshmen, are we able to, uh, to make an impact on their lives and their development uh, in their own faith journeys? And not just uh, you know, do they have their parents' faith, but their own faith when they come here at Baylor. So what we do is we survey every incoming freshman uh, when they start here on our campus. Then we uh, survey seniors uh, when they leave. And then we uh, go and we survey alumni several years after uh, they left Baylor as well. So we've got a longitudinal survey that's, uh, that we're able to look 
look at by Dr. Kevin Doherty, Dr. Perry Glancer, uh, Dr. Schnickter uh, from, from that group, and uh, really no other Christian university around the country has this kind of data. So it's informing a lot of what we do here in our campus, you know, from the curriculum, what happens on chapel, what kind of extracurricular activities can we build around for students. Uh, so it's serving us here at Baylor and what we do, but we've got other uh, Christian universities around the country looking at how, how do we make, make sure we maintain those distinct advantages as a Christian university and making an impact on students and future generations. So it's really an exciting uh, project, and to date, I think that members of the Baylor family can be proud of what this university is accomplishing in that area. Wow, part of what makes Baylor unique. That is great. And you've, uh, you've got a son, Jace, who's going to be, is he an incoming freshman this year? He is an incoming uh, freshman, John, <laughs> and I, I will tell you what, he was one of the students that were, uh, yeah, as a high school senior, him and a bunch of buddies somehow made their way to uh, McLean Stadium for the watch party for the national nice. championship game, yeah. and, and he, came, he came home that night and he said, Dad... I don't know if uh, if college is going to be any better than the night I just had tonight. But I'm going to Baylor. <laughs> that and, is great. Uh, he is so excited, and he is just eating up with everything about Baylor. He did line camp uh, a couple of weeks ago, and so we're, we've got a class of 25 in our household, and we could not be more excited for sure. Nice. You tell Jace we can't wait to get him on campus. That'll be great. Hey, it's, I, I will. It is great to visit with you. I sure appreciate your time. Thanks very much, and uh, we will cross paths again soon. Thank you, Jason. You bet. You bet. Thanks, Sean, and All thanks right. for Steely, Steely Dan as the intro as well. Ah, there you go. All right, that's you for sure.